This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families. Welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk about three different ways you can dissolve power struggles when drama hits your home and you feel like you are at war with your kids and you have told them to do something and they are like, no, I won't and you can't make me. Love that. (laughs) Power struggles, in my experience, is what's kind of takes a lot of parents over the edge (laughs) and is causing a lot of rifts in families. So I love this subject. Um, We, Terry and I have another podcast episode all about how to prevent power struggles. Make sure you guys listen to that one if you haven't yet. Um, But today we're really looking at, um, you know, what, what can we do that does not involve moving to fear and force because that's what usually traditionally happens, especially when you have younger children and um, families who maybe aren't well versed in this work yet or aren't fluent in this work yet. They get pushed to their edge where the kiddo says, no, I won't and you can't make me. And they say, yes, you will. Yes, I can. And then if the kid keeps pushing back, they say, all right, well, then I'm just going to force you to do it by physically using my hands or or literally forcing you to do it, or I'm going to scare you with fear into doing it by either threatening to take something away or threatening that you're going to get punished or that you're going to get in trouble later when dad gets home, whatever it may be. But So we really want to empower you guys with other ways to solve challenges like this within your family units that don't involve fear and force because it's not necessary. There are lots of ways that you can get creative and work with your kids um, that don't cause you to have to go there because at the end of the day, that model is not only, it's not, it's not sustainable in the long run, especially once your kids become teenagers and your sons are either taller than you and stronger than you. I had it, I saw, I saw it happen with my own brother. Um, it's just impossible to maintain that fear and force model. And then also it just doesn't feel good when you lay your head on your pillow at the end of the night that you consistently have forced your kids into doing what you want. So, um, all right, well, let's look at the three things. So number one, we want you to become fluent in the language of choices with your kids. Number two, we want you to just get creative and fun and silly and do the unexpected. And then lastly, um, we want you to start trying to use win-win negotiation or peaceful conflict resolution in your home. Okay. Um, so number one is this idea of choices. Now I hear a lot of families talk about how they, you know, they'll say, yep, we do, we do choices. But what I'm talking about is really using choices as a language and you, they keep rolling off your tongue. You do not stop until your kids have action. 
So the reason why we love choices as kind of a tool or a strategy or whatever is because it always is putting it back on the child to be empowered to choose. So we, so a lot of times the kids who push back a lot, families, like we talk about in the, in the prevention um, episode, they have this very strong desire to lead and feel powerful, and that is a healthy human need. But when they're constantly given compliance statements and told what to do, their, their need bucket, so to speak, that need to feel powerful, it's very empty. It's not very full. So then they often will go out in the world or often within the family unit, and they'll just try to f- get that feeling of powerful no matter what it takes. So instead, um, helping, giving, responding to the challenge with options for them, it just makes them feel a lot more respected and powerful, and it often will get them to move to action. Well, yeah, imagine like yourself too, um, you know, whether you're imagining you as an adult or as a child, it's like, think about how that plays out in the world is, is when you no longer have any choices and you really want something, you're either going to go ahead and sit in the corner and accept it, or you're going to revolt. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're seeing that there's a revolt, a lot of times it is because there hasn't been a choice um, given or there hasn't been somebody that's, that's, you know, you know, letting them understand that they actually do have um, power and a voice. Now, it doesn't mean that they can get exactly what they right. want yeah. or they get to dictate what their choices are. But just knowing that you have a choice, I think, keeps people's hands off the revolt button. Like, yeah. you know, so yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, and you can always use the language, you know, I can see you don't want to, and we still need to get it done. So you can do it this way or that way. You can choose this or that. Um, but acknowledging, like, hey, I can see you don't want to. Like, uh, I know you don't want to go to school. Like, you, you love just chilling in the morning. Or I can see that you don't want to put your shoes on because you're happy playing Legos right now. Like, I can see that. I honor you, kiddo. And we still got to get it done. So here's your choices because we got 10 minutes till it's time for music class or whatever it is. Um, and we actually have an entire lesson on choices inside of my Bonfire membership community because... Um, you know, a lot of times families will be like, well, sometimes there just isn't a choice. But in my experience, when it comes to your own family unit and working with your kids, there's always a choice. And so in that lesson, I actually give so many examples from, you know, subjects like going to bed, um, going to school, eating your food, um, getting dressed, putting your shoes on. Um, public transportation, like we kind of cover all these different areas where there really is always a choice. You can get creative with it. So, and there's um, even if there truly isn't a choice, like let's say it is going to school where it's a hard and fast thing where you're like, yeah, the option to not go to school if you're not sick or something like that, it, it's not an option. Sometimes it's the way you do it. Like, I yeah, can think of exactly. the ways that we've done it before. I was like, Taryn, I can see you don't want to go to school. Um, would you like to, when we get there, to ride your bike from the truck yeah. to to class or to ride your skateboard? Would that, like, which one, which one would make yeah. it more fun? And then all of a sudden they're like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, like, you it know. Shifts. It shifts. That's a perfect example, babe. Like, because, yeah, that, that little one has been resistant some days. And then, <laughs> and then if it still goes back to, I don't want to go to school, I remember we, we did have to explain that it was like, no, you know, 
it is the law and it is our job to go there. And then you got to keep coming with the choices. The choices. So, yeah. They yeah. don't stop. They, yeah. You don't give up just because the first one didn't work. Right. Like you just keep it rolling. Like, hey, do you want a DJ on the way to school or do you want me to? Um, you know, do you want to eat your breakfast in the car? Or do you want to um, eat it fast, you know, fast here before we leave? Do you want to like run to the car like a cheetah or do you want to run to the car like a racehorse? Do you want me to time you or do you just want to like see how fast you can get there? And so much of this um, is just being creative. So it's, um, you know, I think any anything that you're you're doing here, it's just like get get creative, like always have your mind working in, in a way that's creating new solutions and I promise you, it's it it won't just stop there. You'll find more creative solutions for other parts of your life too. So if you're like, wow, this seems like a lot of work just to like get my kid to go to school or like to do things they're supposed to do anyways, I would encourage you that shifting to this type of a mindset and doing this, you're going to start coming up with creative solutions yes. in all other you know parts of your life. You're going to start to look at your job differently, where you're like, you know what, I didn't think I had a choice on this before. Now I actually feel like I have a choice. Now I feel like I am not stuck in something. Yes, exactly. I actually have choices that I didn't see were there before because I wasn't exercising the creativity part of my brain. And I tell you with confidence, it is something that if not exercised, it doesn't get used. Yeah. Oh, such a good point. So, and we also always say, you guys, um, how important the empathy portion is because it will lead you to have creativity. So um, there was a really cool study that Disney did years ago that um, when I was volunteering for my elementary school, we had this really cool art grant that the state of California gave our school. And it was um, like a three-year art grant. And the teachers who were teaching us how to teach the art to the kids, they told us that Disney did this study where they were looking for their staff to like, you know, of course, Disney, the corporation would want their staff to be creative, right? So they did this really cool study where somehow they found the results showed that, um, that the number one like correlation to increased creativity was when staff had increased empathy for one another. So they started to do like more, um, you know, some type of learning events where the all the staff of that corporation would get to know one another. They would get to know each other's backgrounds, you know, what, you know, everything about them. But they learned that when they had more empathy for one another or the characters that they were looking at or, um, you know, the cartoons, whatever it may be, they, they first taught them to access the empathy, how they would relate, how they had things in common, and then that caused them to be more creative in the workplace. And I just love that study because I find that it is so relevant in parenting. Like if you can first stop and be like, well, no wonder you don't want to go to school. Like sometimes, you know, you, you know, you, you don't feel you have a headache in the morning or like, I'm trying to think what Taryn this last year Um, some of the times where he didn't want to go to school and I mean, he had a few years where he didn't, he had separation anxiety and didn't want to go. And I think we, we were like, gosh, I think it was like, um, coming to mind of like, Hey, it's no wonder you don't want to go to school because you don't want to leave us, huh? Like we're so much fun to be around and you love hanging out with mama all day. Like, no wonder you don't want to go to school. You'd rather hang out with me. Yeah. And I think his desire to play. Like there was um, a little pattern we were getting into where it was like, 
I think we thought we were doing him a favor by letting him sleep in beyond all the rest of us. And I think he was like, I, I don't want to go to school. I'm not ready. I wanted to play. I wanted to right. do like he had oh, all these yeah. plans for his morning before going to school. So then it was a matter of giving him a choice like, oh, OK, so tomorrow would you rather, you know, get more sleep or would you want to get up a little earlier and get your chart out of the way so that then you have time to go and play out front with your skateboard or your scooter or something for 10 minutes. And then he was worked beautifully, which was great. And then it put him in charge of designing his morning to, to then not have it be an issue tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But that took the empathy, right? Like I remember, I think you were the one that figured that out and it was so cool. Um, but it, but it, it takes, you have to step back parents, you have to step back and go, what's going on for my little person? And like, how, how do I, what do I have in common with here, him here? Like there's been times when I don't want to go to work or, you know, whatever it is. So, um, just make sure you find the empathy first, because then that'll lead to, lead to creativity, which will give you more ideas when they say, no, I don't want to brush my teeth or they don't want to get in the shower. But some fun little easy ones are like the animals are fantastic for young kids, guys. Do you want to do it fast like a cheetah or slow like a turtle? Brushing your teeth, you guys, is the perfect example of like, you know, the slow ones. A lot of times we want kids to to get fast things done, but find places where you can do the slow animals. So like brushing the teeth, do you want to do it slow like a turtle or slow like a sloth? That character from Zootopia, that's like Mm -hmm. my favorite. The The, DMV, The DMV sloth. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you. But then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline 
Franklin to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. So, um, because of course we want our kids to take our, their time when they brush their teeth, but, um, but like as your kids get older, if they're really into sports, you can start using sports stars. Like, you know, look, do you want to, um, get your shoes on fast? Like, you know, I don't know, a Usain, race car driver. same Bolt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Right. But like trying to think like, you know, um, some basketball players or some race car drivers or that's like, you know, if you're, if your kids get older and you're like, they're not going to respond to being a cheetah or a racehorse. But anyways, the, the cool choices of like being like people or athletes or animals is a really easy one. Um, often I'll do, I'll use the whole like, Hey, do you want to turn it off? Or do you want to me, do you want to have me do it? Do you want to plug your little device in or do you want to just sit it on the counter there? Um, but you guys just get creative with it. Cause I promise you, if you keep the choices rolling, it will pull you out of a power struggle over and over again with integrity. And be patient with the process. Sometimes it, it doesn't happen first go. You may have to do it um, a couple times before they finally say, okay, fine, type of thing. Right, yeah. Um, so, you know, it is one of those things where, you, you know, you you have to, it's firm. You implement, what it, you know, the, the tool, whether it be choices or whatever else it might be. And then you might have to bend a little bit. Um, but still go back to being firm that there is, there's a choice and this is what we need to do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We're still going to get in the car. Yeah. We're still yeah, going to get exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yesterday comes to mind, um, our daughter has had a concert playing the drums and Taryn, um, like we were just chilling at the house and he didn't want to go. And so it took, um, and he was really pushing back hard. Like he was like, he's eight now. He was like, no, I'm not going. I'm not getting in that car. And he was like moving into like crazy zone of like, I'm just going to stay here alone. Oh, like, and it was like this weird attitude. He was like, oh, you like, oh, like, so, like you can't stay with me. Okay. Well, Herbie, I'll watch me then. Like, <laughs> like the, the dog. dog. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, dude, he was going far with it. And I really had to like get into this empathetic mindset of being like, he doesn't want to go because it's hot. He's, he's seen his sister play a lot of, this is the second Black Sabbath show that he's watched his sister play in what, two months. Um, and he just wants to play. He just wants to scooter out front and ride a skateboard and like do his stuff. Like, he just doesn't want to go sit. And this concert every year that she plays um, is in the very hot sun. It's very loud. He has like not been feeling great the last few days. So it took me a moment to get into that empathetic mindset. And then I had to move forward with some choices. And eventually, like what worked really well for me in that moment was, um, you know, hey, I put something on your seat for you. It was a mango popsicle because it was a really hot day here. And I said, you can either eat it or you don't have to. However, we need to go. 
And that worked for me. And he got in the car and he was like, fine. And he ate the popsicle and he was happy. You know, it was like, it's just silly stuff, you guys. But you'll find that the the creativity will come if you start with empathy. And, you know, I I like how you mentioned that too. Because like we, I mean, we've had a whole episode talking about bribery and rewards. Like you were able to use the the mango popsicle (laughs) in a way to where it was like, you know, I think... (laughs) <laughs> there might be some people out there that blow the whistle like, didn't you just bribe him? Right, you know, right. It was just yeah. like, I would, I would venture to say you just made that like more fun. Yeah. You still were going to go. Whether, yes, you yeah. know, it, so it wasn't like a, if you go, you get a popsicle. Right, yeah. It was like, hey, we're going to go and it's up to you whether you want to eat this or not, but like I'm going. And I think sometimes, I don't know, I think for all of us, it's like, if you just make it a little bit more fun for the person yes. after empathizing with them, because I think you what you found when you empathize with them is just like, this isn't nearly as fun for him as it is for me. Yeah, yeah. I was pumped like, to go watch like, her. We were pumped to go, yeah. to, to go watch her. And he was just like, seen it, done it, hot. Yeah. Would rather be here. Yeah. And so I think you had to empathize with him to find out that what he really wanted was like, um, it's a hot day and let's make this more fun. And so the popsicle became a vehicle for it being like, let's just make this more fun. Yeah. Not as like a... A bribe, yeah. Yes. Exactly. And that is a fine line that we, we help families kind of walk toe the line, right? So, yeah, that it was it was great to see him. And remember, guys, the attitude is a different subject. So, like, if your kids are like, fine, I'll do it. And then you're like, whoa, now you got an attitude and you move right into like solving the attitude problem. It's just, it's just too much. Like just get them to move to action without using fear and force, become well-versed in that. And then you can teach them later about the attitude. It's a different subject. You know, the tone. Yeah. The tone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So Number two is just a fun idea, speaking more of like the fun side of things, is do the unexpected. So when you find, realize that you're locked in combat with your kids, and this is kind of, we give a visual representation of what this looks like in the foundations course. Terry and I actually do a role play where we show you what it like physically looks like to be locked in combat with your kids, what a power struggle kind of visually looks like. And it's pretty funny because parents, when they watch this, they're always like, oh my gosh, that is so what's going on in our home. What happens is we become like so in like into the battle and the fight that oftentimes you don't even care what you're fighting about. All you know is that you want to win and that the energy is just going into to pushing up against against each other, right? So it's very important that you break that energy and step to the side of the dance is what we say. And there's lots of different ways to do that, but one of the ways is just do the unexpected. Like just like anything besides keeping the locked in combat going. So like there are a gazillion ideas we give families again in the foundations course, but um, you could start, you could put on classical music, you could do a handstand. I was a springboard diver, so I could do a handstand, not right now because I have a broken shoulder. But um, you, Terry, you could start just, you could just sit down and start drawing. I did, I did well, so yeah, I think I've done that one too, but um, I've done one, and this was a while ago, and I should use this more, but uh, I walked into the playroom and grabbed like a wig. And oh like, yes. And like came right back into the heated situation but with the with like a <laughs> with like a wig on and was just like, "Okay, cool. Let's talk about this." And it like it completely broke oh broke gosh. the mood, 
people laughed and then you like you kind of get out of the like the whole dance you know yes that's exactly what happens yeah yes that's such a good example how come i don't remember that i don't think you were around because i think this was one where i just had to get creative and it was just kind of like oh my gosh this has gotten way too serious and um yeah Yeah, over like something totally dumb and that's what it it usually is yeah yeah yeah, you, oh my gosh, this is this is kind of similar to just make it fun, do the unexpected or make it fun, but I swear you guys, this is such an underutilized tool. When I remember to just be lighthearted and make it fun, I swear it, I, it might be the top dissolving tool for power struggles. Like when I just don't like keep the seriousness going, like it's remarkable. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's so powerful. So yeah, start asking yourself, what could you do to be creative and just stop the dance? Because remember, guys, it's like a tango, right? When you see like a like Dancing with the Stars, right? Like that show on TV where like they they learn like fancy dances, like the tango or what is some other the dance? waltz? The waltz, right? Yeah, imagine like. You know, it's you're you have this beautiful ball gown on, or you know, if you're a guy, you're like in this three piece suit, three piece, five piece. You could be as many I don't pieces even, as you oh, want. Oh, really? <laughs> we, we obviously don't wear suits to work around here. Um, one like, pe- one piece suit. <laughs> it's like a it's like an ice skating outfit, yeah, a figure skater's outfit. Okay, you yeah. could imagine this very fancy. Imagine me in a one piece suit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's good. I like it. Yeah. That's what you would probably wear if you had to wear like a suit to work. You would show. You up can imagine that. me, however. You okay, want. okay, okay. Um, all right. So imagine though that you're fancy, you're dressed up, and then like you're doing the waltz with like your partner on the dance floor, and then they like just walk. They they just stop dancing and they walk off the stage. Can you keep dancing? No. No. It would, really, it would look really weird. It would look really weird. And the fact is, you just can't keep dancing. You can't dance alone. So that's what power yeah. struggles are like, you guys. You can't power struggle alone. So the point of number two here is just break the dance. Do Go to the side. Do something unexpected. Not break dance. Break right. the dance. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Break so dance in it. a one-piece suit. Right. Right. That's yeah. number two. Break dance in a one-piece suit. <laughs> Do you guys have it? Okay, cool. All right, moving on. Number three, which is such a good one, is start implementing win-win negotiation or peaceful conflict resolution strategies in your home. And so make sure you grab the freebie for this episode. It's a it's a win-win sheet that is an easy, breezy, you print it out, you fill it in, and it's like you don't have to make your own. It's a it's a nice ready-to-go template for you. Um, and I and I make sure I explain more in the in the PDF that you can download with it. But um, but a win-win is basically this idea that um, everybody in the family is respected. We share the power with our children and we can come to an agreement when challenges hit that everyone feels respected. And guys, these are so powerful. I can't even tell you. But as we started off with from the beginning, this one will take you some time, but it's worth starting now okay so my kids become became pretty well versed in this when Taryn was four and Stella was seven so we started when Stella was we started learning we learned about positive parenting and started implementing it in our home when our daughter was 
three, and by the time she was seven, we she was able to really do this with her brother, and we were able to do it at times with her, and then Taryn was four, and I'll never forget the first day um, that we did this, and it worked. Um, so what it looks like is simply like kind of a two-sentence verbiage, which is, I feel blank, and I want blank. I guess it's three three phrases. How are we going to make this work so we both win? Or how are we going to work this out with respect? So I feel blank. I want blank. How are we going to work this out with respect? Or how are we both going to win here? Okay? And that, again, does not make you a permissive or weak leader. It makes you a very strong leader who is okay with sharing power within your home. Because you don't have to give up power, you guys, to allow your kids to feel powerful. You can actually just share the power. Right? There's room for everyone to feel powerful. And when your kids are given the opportunity to ask for what they want, say how they feel, and then also um, be taught how to look at things from another person's perspective, whew, I'm telling you guys, it's, it's crazy the effects that this has on the world, has on our communities. Yeah, um, I want, it makes me think of certain world leaders that could use a win-win sheet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you know what? It's funny. But I'm going to give you an ex- two examples here of um, of how this worked in our family. So the first time I ever saw this actually hap- like be successful with my kids was, like I said, Stella was seven, Taryn was four. And that was a season where I had, um, it was really hard, you know, raising a strong-willed daughter and then a little toddler boy and... Um, they would come home every time and run in the front door and fight over the beige rocking chair that we still have right outside this room. And do you remember the story? Yeah. Okay, so they would fight every single time and they would both run in and jump into this chair. And I was just like, what the hell? Why are you guys so annoying? Like, there is plenty of furniture. Like, what is the deal with this chair? But finally, one night, I had taught them numerous times how to do the win-win. You sit down. We're not going anywhere until we work this out, right? Um, You know, you have to mentor them. Like, no, no, no. Say how you feel. What do you want? And then you ask, you know, how how are we going to make this work? But it takes a lot of mentorship. You have to, like, because a lot of times kids will go to, I want you to stop being annoying or I want you to stop hitting me. And it's like, okay, ask for what you want. Try again. But this time, ask I want you to be kind, say kind words to me, or I want you to um, ask for, ask me instead of hitting me. I want you to keep your hands to yourself. I want you to be respectful to me. That's an, as an example of teaching your kids to ask for what they want instead of telling people what they don't want. Because whether you're in the workplace or your home, you guys, if you come at someone with like, I want you to stop being a jerk, it's not going to work for you. You're not going to get what you want. But if you ask someone, hey, like say it's your colleague, hey, I would love for you to be respectful with me and and use a tone that is neutral and... I'd love for you to come talk to me about something like this yeah. but um, instead of emailing so-and-so. Yeah. Inst- could, could we talk about, talk through this instead of it going like that next time? Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. 
kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or our consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Exactly. That's a perfect example. But you guys, that is a practice that a lot of people become adults and they don't know how to do, right? So we have this incredible opportunity to teach our kids from a young age how to do that. So, but anyways, we, we, it was another night we'd come home and they had same thing, run and jumped in this chair and our kids, you know, have been fighters from day one with each other. Like, you know, we used to blame our oldest, Stella. We used to always blame her for everything. And now we've learned that they're equally at part. They just are very strong kids. They just stand up for what they believe in. And we've really had to do a lot of work to mentor them over the years on how to have a great relationship and how to work things out with respect. So it was one of those nights where I was like, okay, that's it. We're not doing flipping anything until we finish this process. And so we, I got the win-win sheet out and we sat down and they're pushing and shoving each other. And I was like, stop, we are doing this. Who's going to go first? And, um, and it was, it literally, you guys, it took 25 minutes and I thought I was going to pull my hair out. I thought I was going to explode because there had been a lot of times where I did not get them to success. I just exploded and I was like, that's it. You're going to bed, whatever it was like, just straight to bed, no dinner, like explosive, crazy mom. But that night I made it through. And so it was 25 minutes and finally they came to some conclusion that together they were going to, I think, take turns in the chair or share. I don't even remember what it was that they 
came to a um, conclusion about. But all I remember is that they were hugging. They were high-fiving one another. They were like so excited to watch their little show. Um, they were just united instead of being divided because mom had come in and overpowered because that's usually what happens, right? I mean, now we're getting into a little bit of sibling rivalry and conflict, which is a different area than power struggles, but it still gives you guys an example. Okay. Um, and then one more example, and then I'll, I'll let you see. So it. let me ask you this. Yeah. So I'm still a student of this work. Yeah. Can you do the win-win between parent and child? Yes. So that's actually where we, we recommend you start with, right? Okay. So back then, back in that day when Stella was seven and we were in between the ages of five and seven, which is when she was learning these win-wins, it would happen if she wanted to get, if she didn't want to take a bath. Mm, yeah, and yeah. I was like, you need to take a bath. Um, it would happen if, um, I'm, I can't remember exactly some other examples, um, but yeah, this is one of those, those ones that I remember, I, I remember more using it with the kids with sibling rivalry and conflict, but this is an, a great one to use with your kids. Like the bath, getting in the bath is a perfect example. Like, um, I feel, I feel sad or mad, mm-hmm. um, and I want you to get in the bath so we have time to read books before bed, and we have a joyful tuck-in instead of yelling and screaming. And then little person who's five, so you go. So how do you feel? I feel frustrated. And be five, you know. Yeah. Um, because your five-year-old wouldn't say frustrated. I feel upset. Okay. Because um, I just want to play and to not, not get in the bath. Okay. Well, um, how are we going to work this out with respect? How are we going to both win here? Because I feel feel mad because I want to have a peaceful night. And I don't want to have tears and screaming like we did last night. I want to have a peaceful night where we snuggle and read books. I take a bath tomorrow morning. I love that idea. That doesn't work for me because it's already been three days since you've taken a bath. So... So I have an idea. Could I give an idea? Sure. Okay. You could take a shower or a bath. You could take a really fast shower that would take you three minutes, or you could take a long bath with bubbles. Hmm. And it's and guys, what, what we're what we're modeling here for you, this may take a little bit. Like, don't be surprised if your little one's like, no, that doesn't work for me. Like, go ahead, challenge me again. Say you no. Know, I, I, I just no. wanna I just wanna play. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna okay. do that. I, I can see that's what you want, and we still got to get this done. So we, we really can't do anything until we come to some type of conclusion here or some type of agreement, little guy. So I know you want to keep playing, and because you love your Legos, you love playing. So can do you have any other ideas that might work? Because we, we do need to get you clean tonight. Can I, can I take a Lego in the bath? That's a great idea. I would be completely fine with that. As long as it's not the tiny pieces that are going to go down the drain, I would be fine with that. Would, do you want to take your Legos or do you want to take your boats? Ooh, boats. Okay. Okay, that works for me if it works for you. It's cool? Okay. Okay, and then we'll still have time to read books and snuggle and have a joyful tuck-in. Okay. Okay, thank you so much for working with me to work that out. Let's go. All right, so that's an example of what it looks like, you guys, between parent and child. Um, But this will take some time, and it will take a mindset of of being courageous enough to use it because it often will take um, more time. But I'm going to give you guys one example, um, one more example to give you guys what it looks like in the long run because in the short term, you'll find that 
if you're anything like me, um, you might get frustrated by the length and the t- and the effort it takes. But then when you see your kids using it out in the world and it doesn't involve you overpowering your kids, it's phenomenal, you guys, because in the end, there's so much that I think traditional parenting does to helicopter and fix things for kids. When we need our kids, you guys, to have critical thinking skills to be able to fix and figure out problems on their own. Like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be doing it for them. Like, this is their relationships. This is their problems in the world. Like, we don't need to fix everything. And it's exhausting to fix everything. Yeah. So by seeing these through, one of the raddest things that ever happened was to see that the kids did this with their peers in school. Yeah. And to have this happen in school to where your kid is leading some of the other kids to um, a resolution peacefully through a win-win that they learned at home. Oh, man. It's so... It's awesome. It is awesome. Well, why don't you tell the story real quick of when we were in Ireland um, in Dublin? Do you remember the the Italian restaurant? When... I don't know if you remember this. They... We got into the restaurant. It was 9 o'clock at night. It was a late dinner. They started fighting over the, the seat. Yep. Who was going to see, like, Taryn sat down and Stella was like, I want that side. Yeah. And my mind started to go to like, ugh, why do you have to be so annoying? It's the same seat. Like, what? but then I was like, Wendy, check yourself. This is not your problem. But it kind of was my problem because I wanted to have a peaceful dinner. Yeah, we were hungry and yeah. But do you remember Stella was like, mom, chill. Let us work it out. We got this, yeah. She goes, and then tell them what they, tell them what happened. Do you remember so they they went into a win-win and asking each other and they started giving each other like options and choices for one another and they ended up swapping seats. Yeah, they came she yeah, yeah. she got what she wanted to sit there and right. do you remember why? No, but, I don't. Um she he asked that she would he she said, "How about I give you a toy?" He said, "I don't want a toy." And she goes, "Okay, well let's try something else." And he said, "Um I want your drumsticks." And she said, Oh, okay, I'm willing to give you two drumsticks. And he was like, okay, cool. And they switched, and they both got what they wanted. And he got drumsticks, and he came home because he wanted to make a little skate park. Yeah, so I totally remember this now. Yeah, he he had it in his head that he wanted to make, like, a a little, like, fingerboarding, like, tech deck, like, rail. He he had come up with a drumstick would be a perfect thing to make this out of, but he needed drumsticks. and. Sissy it's right a, here in this little and Sissy, ha, Sissy has a bunch of drumsticks. So he was like, you know what? I think I know. Hey, you really want this seat, huh? Right. And they worked it out on their own. They worked it out on their own. Yeah. And it was like so radical to see because it's just an example of like you and I just had our red wine and we were able to like hang out and have a little red wine for five minutes while they worked it out. And we don't need to interfere and fix and control and blame, right? Like, and well, they had the tools to, to do it. They had the tools to do it and yeah. a lot of practice. Yeah. And they were like, mom, chill. Like, we got this. We don't need you to like puff and puff. Like, um, and so that's just an example of what will happen over time. You guys, um, win-wins or peaceful conflict negotiation are really incredible. And then you can imagine what that turns into when your kids are, you know, in relationships, you know, as they get into high school and college, and then when they have careers and how they choose to approach conflict in life and the way that they choose to look at other people's viewpoints instead of just thinking that their way you know, is the best way. So anyways, we love win-win. So those are three ideas for you guys. Use choices, really become fluent in using choices with your, 
your kids when you get into power struggles. Have fun, do the unexpected to make sure you're stepping to the side of the dance, so to speak. And then really start using win-win negotiation or peaceful conflict resolution. Make sure you grab that freebie um, that is on today's show notes and um, keep us updated. Let us know how you're doing with this one because you're going to find the, the more you start to use these kind of cool dissolving strategies, it feels really good. Everybody in the family feels feel respected good. and um, kids really start to take responsibility for solving their own challenges. And I promise you it rubs off on you too out in like all of your everyday relationships and um, you just feel so much better about how you navigate life. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. For more information and links to everything we talked about on today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 23. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.